Welcome to Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. Well, as I promised in the last episode, as I wrapped up the Seattle series, I wanted to dedicate a whole episode towards the Aaron Hicks to Baltimore Orioles situation. Uh, and again, this is a rant that's only available for you podcast subscribers. So before we get into it, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. So yes, this show is on YouTube as well as on television in certain parts of New York. But if you're a podcast subscriber, you get these special little inserts just like I'm going to give you now as well as the wrap-ups after each series. So that's why you want to be a podcast subscriber. So as I mentioned, you know, I have a whole theory behind the whole thing. So I didn't want to blend it in with, with the, you know, the end of the, the Seattle wrap, but I kind of want to dedicate a whole episode to it. And basically it's gamesmanship. The excuse that they saw something in him um, is absolutely ridiculous. You know, so this is all about Cedric Mullins getting hurt for them, had a groin pull. So he's going to be out for, you know, undisclosed period of time. And of course, you know, they're going to need an outfielder. So they decided to go with Aaron Hicks. Yes, he has experience, but let's just call it what it is. They basically want to get whatever intel they can get on the Yankees. Um, you know, Baltimore, again, they made a bit of a leap last season, almost got one of the final wild card spots last season. And of course, I'm looking, I'm sure they're looking to make the big push for this season to definitely make a playoff spot. And, you know, Ailey's is tough and you got Tampa there. You got the Yankees, of course. And even a team like Toronto right now is a little bit sleepwalking. If they get this stuff together, they could be a formidable foe as well. So it's tough. It's going to be one AL East winner. And it looks like, you know, probably maybe two of the wild card spots do come out of AL East because the AL Central uh, is looking a little weak and AL West of the Houston. No one there really wows you, man. The Yankees kind of went up there and smacked Seattle around. They were pretty much supposed to, you know, be one of the main dogs up there in the AL West, and that's not really the case as well. So, yeah, Baltimore, you could want to get whatever edge they can, and that's definitely what it is. So I'm not going to say Aaron Hicks is going there and spill his guts, but, hey, look, whatever information you get is, hey, you know, how, how do they do it over there? What do they do in these situations? How do they handle this? You know, what does this mean when this happens? You know, anything, any edge they could get, you know, of course, next time they face the Yankees, they're going to want to get. So that's all it is, all this nonsense that, again, they saw something in him that you know he was close he was getting there just ah the Yankees gave up on him too early but now we swooped him up and he's just about to break through that's just nonsense I mean we'll look at his last four games went one for three oh for one three for four now that was the Toronto game again he had a big RBI double eight in that game okay that was substantial and then his final game against Cincinnati oh for two with two strikeouts and ending it all with a 188 batting average so don't give me anything that he was close he was getting there I mean, we all watched these games. We all saw them all season. Now, coming into the season, again, the Yankees kind of had no choice, even though last year was a bit of a failure. Wasn't able to use them in the playoffs. Not that we're going to use them anyway. But, of course, though, he said two years left on the deal. So, he's kind of, for a money-wise, you have to try it out in this hope. You know, maybe his body recouped after the couple multiple surgeries in years past. But this wasn't the case. He just didn't have the bat speed anymore. Didn't have the power anymore. Just wasn't there. And the Yankees, you know, gave him about a quarter of a season to prove himself. And it just got to a point, look, look, he's just like an automatic out. And you just can't r- waste a major Julie roster spot on a guy like that. So eventually, after the first uh, Reds game there, finally designated for assignment again. They wrote him as long as they could, but it was the right thing. But for Baltimore to come in here and say, uh, you know, we, we found something in him, there's something there. No, this is nonsense. This is the same games and shit that both the Red Sox and the Yankees have been doing back and forth. The Yankees have been doing a little bit more lately, but they did a lot you know, more in years past when Boston and the Yankees were the main rivals and teams like Tampa were still kind of in that re- rebuilding phase. And I'll just run off a list of names for them. Now for Hicks himself, uh, you know, he had his first game with Baltimore on May 31st. And hey, look, his first at bat got a hit. Actually, went two for two in the game uh, with a walk. So hey, look, a good debut. But Hicks being Hicks, he had to take himself out of the game in the sixth inning for muscle tightness. So this season wasn't really hurt that much for the Yankees. So I can't say that's just typical Hicks. That's probably more him being, you know, shut down for a while now getting back to the baseball activity. So you can see that happen. But 
there's nothing there with this guy. So you can't sell it that, you know, you, you just, you know, you, you see something there and that's the reason you got it. You just got on there because he was Yankee and you're trying to get whatever information you can. And look, I understand, yes, Hicks is an outfielder and Mullins was an outfielder, so you need to replace him. I mean, you could find a thousand other options that can be better than Hicks. You could go in-house, triple-A, double-A, single-A. You go anywhere else in baseball, I'm sure you could find someone else other than Aaron Hicks that's probably going to do a better job. So that's just utter nonsense. It's basically them trying to get whatever information they can. And going back to the Yankee Red Sox, kind of back and forth, we saw it in this season, you know, this year just to start it off. I mean, Brian Cashman picked up Colton Brewer, who was most recently with Tampa, uh, but was also with the Red Sox and had a career ERA over five. And you're thinking, the guy's a five-plus ERA. Why are you taking this guy? Simple. Because he's with Tampa most recently, and, of course, before that with the Boston Red Sox for a number of years. So whatever information you could get. And then, of course, with Frenchie Cordero, who technically was cut from Baltimore, but he spent a number of years in the Red Sox organization. And we've seen other players uh, years past, Eduardo Nunez. Come on. I don't say a total bust for the Yankees, but defensively it was horrible. Okay, he had a bit of a bat day, maybe a, a line drive doubles type hitter maybe if he's going well. But that's not really someone you're going to go out of your way to get. The only reason he's there is because, again, he came up through the Yankee system. He was a Yankee for a number of years. Hey, what can you give us? What do you know? Kevin Cash, Stephen Brew, Alan Embry, Nick Green. Again, Nick Green, the Yan- Yankee second baseman there. Um, you know, but the bounce around the organization a little bit and eventually ended up with the Red Sox. But, like, if you're a Red Sox, Nick Green. I mean, you could, again, at the time, decent glove, okay, but it's not somebody you're going to go out of your way to pick up other than he was a Yankee. So, what information can you get? So, that's what the whole thing is. We all know it. And of course, Hicks, you know, not being a Yankee anymore, his first game c- came out with all the facial hair. Uh, you know, that, you know, that was going to happen. We've seen that before. Now, choosing number 34. So, yeah, good, good for Hicks. But they're just going to try to see, get whatever can. Hey, what do the coaches do when this happens? Hey, wh- how do they handle this? And that's all it is. So what the Yankees have to do, if even Hicks is around, the Yankees have to switch things up. So, you know, whatever catch signs Higgies and, and Trevino does, they're going to have to switch it up. Anything the coaches does, hey, tap the belt three times, mean hit and run. You're going to have to switch it. The Yankees are going to have to switch up their signs, basically, more or less. That's what they're going to have to do. And again, who knows if Hicks is even around next time these two teams face off each other. So that's my two cents on the whole deal. It's just basically... They're trying to pick up intel on the Yankees. And Hicks, again, I don't think he's going to blurt out the world. But, hey, any little piece he can get, he's going to do. Because, look, hey, this is the team that's giving you a paycheck right now. And if you want to pay your bills and live your dream and play baseball, hey, you got to do X, Y, and Z. So that's all it is. So the Yankees just got to switch up the signs and whatever other things uh, next time these two teams play. And that's all it is. I also want to get into, um, you know, obviously not leave the number of roster moves that came right after the Seattle series. So you should also, you know, just mention those just because, you know, some big names now finally come back for the Yankees and some big names going down to AAA. Um, so coming back, finally, 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 after their rehab assignment, we're going to get Geo Call Stanton, which I'm a little surprised. I thought his rehab will take a little longer, but he's coming with the other two boys we've been waiting for, Josh Donaldson. Um, so that's actually good news for DJ LeMayo, kind of, again, give him a, little, a breather there at third base. And then, of course, Tommy Canely, give the Yankee bullpen a punch on, which, you know, of course, could use it. And again, Yankees kind of pieced it together a little bit so far this season, and it's been all right. It's been okay, but I think Canely definitely could be a help. Uh, but as I mentioned in the latest YouTube episode, which yeah, went up May 31st as well, if you want to check it out, I think the Yankees are trade deadline and go for a closer because, uh, again, Holmes does not seem to be the de facto closer anymore. And kind of as they, my, Mike Francis used to say about the Jets quarterback situation, if you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterback. And the Yankees seem to have multiple closes, so it means they have no closer. So uh, Canley's great, but he's kind of an back-end type person. Seems like Holmes a little bit, you know, they'll okay him closing a game once in a while, but he does not have that job 100% of the time. So it's probably a situation where the Yankees are maybe going to look at someone towards the trade deadline, so don't be surprised there. Uh, but now getting sent down, of course, to make room is Oswaldo Cabrera. 
who I kind of been getting on pretty much the whole start of the season. Uh, you know, you kind of a bit more optimistic for him because he's from the system. He's a young guy. But, hey, look, let's just be frank. He's been disappointing, uh, batting under 200, just three home runs. All right, defense is always there, you know, and again, he's, he's flexible. He can play almost every position, it seems like. Center field, outfield, right field, left field, third base, shortstop. Uh, so he's good at the flexibility, but the bat hasn't been there. A lot of strikeouts, and this seems like he's lost a step a little bit. So maybe he's going to triple A and work a few things out. Not the end of the world. And, of course, um, also returning to the Yankees will be Jose Trevino, done with his IL stint. Uh, so, of course, then Ben Rovet, who has the options, being sent down back down to triple A and Ben Kind of decent in his time, and at least, hey, look, we've got to finally got a peek at Ben, so we know, know what's there. Okay, uh, a little small sample size, but I'm happy. And, if, you know, God forbid Higgy or Trevino gets hurt. looks like we have a competent person that the Yankees can call up there. So that's the big news. So Stanton, Donaldson, Canely should be available for the Dodgers series, and, you know, good timing for them. Of course, uh, Stanton, the local California boy, so kind of good timing with that. Maybe go, go see some family or whatever, whatnot while he's in town. And, of course, uh, you know, Oswaldo Cabrera, We'll see. I'm, I'm sure he'll be back sometime this season. Some will get hurt. Some will happen. Of course, then September, definitely you'll see him then. But, you know, I'm sure he'll be back up here soon again. He just gets the batting average up a little bit more. He's just, you know, you got to be hitting more than 200. I mean, that's the reason they got rid of Hicks. And I don't think they would ever get, get rid of Cabrera. But I'm just saying, if you're not, you're not doing any better than Hicks, then you kind of deserve a similar fate. This time, though, you being sent down to AAA since you're not really making any money it doesn't really hurt the team. Uh, so that's it. So Hicks to Baltimore. We'll see for how long, but that's just really an intel grab. And the big guns are back. Stanton, Donaldson, and of course with uh, Canley going to the bullpen. Only bum is that, again, we have to wait a little bit uh, with Harrison Bader. Uh, he's out on the 10-day IL. We'd like to see this whole team back with Stanton and Bader there, the whole kind of foursome. But we'll have to wait another week or so for that. But then once Bader gets back, we can finally see what you know the Yankees going to do with this outfield. Um, you know, is it's maybe it's the best thing for all. Maybe you could have a situation where again, judging right or judging left, probably judging left because it's it's easy it's easier for Stanton to play right. You have judge and left, Bader and center. Maybe DJ's better off as DH for a while, DH DJ as they say. And maybe, you know, Donaldson at third. I mean, it can't be any worse than last season and hitting like two twenty, but you know, let's see if he gets prizes. Volpe's coming on a little bit. Glaybot's already having a good year. Rizzo's again working his way back again, had that little neck injury, but nothing too serious. And hey, this is the Yankee lineup we've been waiting for. And, you know, Judge hitting as he's been hitting, uh, you know, maybe this offense is ready to take off and have an exciting summer. 